want to remind you, Valentine's Day is not far away, and flowers make the perfect gift. Jimmy's Flowers, a longtime partner with The Zone, can make it easy by visiting them at jimmysflowers.com. Remember, Valentine's is on Sunday this year. Jimmy's Flowers. Check them out at jimmysflowers.com. Time to welcome in Chad Lewis, former BYU and Philadelphia Eagle. Chad, good morning. Yo, what's up? It's always good to talk to you guys. What's up? (laughs) The Eagles and the Chiefs are up. Well, they're not the Eagles. Yeah, come on. All the Eagles are on board with the Chiefs, right? It's the Eagles and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl versus the Bucks. Yeah, not only is it the Eagles and the Chiefs, but it's also the Bucks and Tom Brady. So, so it's the Bucks in our and the... Super Bowl in Jacksonville, it was Tom <laughs> Brady and the Patriots who got us. So um, that just means uh, it's more special. I mean, you're going up against the greatest quarterback in the history of the game, a guy who's now in his 10th Super Bowl. I've, I've played nine seasons in the NFL, <laughs> and he's going to 10 Super Bowls. It's it's incredible. So, yeah, this is a big game. It's really fun. With Andy Reid taking the Chiefs to the Super Bowl for the second time and what I think it's his third time, and obviously he's had incredible success in KC, there's a lot of stuff being written and said about him. And this past week here I've been trying to read as much as I can. <clears throat> One of the things that really caught my eye was his coaching style. And you obviously know him, played for him, and you've been around, and you can speak to different coaching styles. And the quote that really jumped out me jumped out at me. I think we all want to be treated a certain way. Uh, talking about how you know how would I want to be treated? And we think of coaches, Mike Ditka, screaming at guys on the sideline and all that stuff. Uh, what do you think of the coaching style that Andy Reid has? compared to all the different coaches. Now, you played for Lavelle Edwards, so it might actually be in the same type of style, but it seems that his style seems to work with these guys. That is absolutely right. That's, he, he learned his style and his culture from Lavelle. He honed it in with other coaches, especially Mike Holmgren at Green Bay. But that's what he's most comfortable with. When he says that, he means it. He lives it. That's who he is. That's why... Last year when he was getting ready to win that Super Bowl, you just felt like the entire NFL was happy for him, supportive, behind him. It was really cool. And because he lives it. I like people focusing on that part of his coaching ability because he's not a screamer. And he feels like he can get his point across just with every bit as much power as a screamer by doing it his way, and he can and the thing that hasn't been written that I think is every bit as important, something that you will see Sunday night, and it's, it's that Andy and his wife Tammy are a package deal, just like Lavelle and Patty. You never saw Lavelle, we didn't, without Patty. She was there. She was present. Well, that's the same thing with Andy. He works unbelievable hours, but he has made this profession a package deal. So – Post-game interview, who's going to be right by his side? His greatest teammate and partner, Tammy. And that's the way he wants it. That's how he's created it. And that's where he draws his strength and power. And he's never lost that. He's never lost sight of it. He's, he's, he's been able to make it work with Tammy right there with him. She, she would travel with us to games. Um, and she loves – following him she loves being a supporter she jokes that she's the head coach of the head coach and 
I just have this ultimate respect for Andy because he's in this profession, head coach in the NFL, Super Bowl champ. He's done it like Lavelle, a package deal with his wife. That's really cool. You know, people, I've, I've never met Andy, but obviously lots of BYU people have. They all like him. They all respect him. They all seem fiercely loyal to him. But sometimes when you're in the presence of greatness... Okay, you have got to meet Andy Reid. What are we waiting for? <laughs> anytime, anytime. <laughs> oh, I'd, please. I'd love to. You've got the credentials. That gives you the authority to meet anyone you want on planet Earth. <laughs> Set up a time you have to meet Andy. That, that'd be great. I'm, I'm totally... I'd love to talk to Andy Reid. There's a gazillion things to ask the guy. It's so interesting. But I think sometimes when greatness is right in front of you, it doesn't register because you literally know the person and they seem like any other person. Because at the end, we're all people, you know, no matter how successful you are at this, you know, very job with a lot of popularity and celebrity surrounding it. But he is, uh, he's going to be the 12th coach to coach in three Super Bowls. He's going to be the, if he wins, he'll be the seventh to go back to back. And next season, he should pass Curly Lambeau for uh, career wins and be fifth. I mean, we're talking about an all-time, all-timer. Only Belichick among active coaches will have anything like that for resume. This is incredible, but it feels like it doesn't get talked about enough. He is at the top of all these lists. One of the reasons it doesn't get talked about enough is he's not driving it. He's not a self-promoter. He's, he, he's grateful about life. He's grateful to have his job. He loves it. He's grateful that people think highly of him. But he's not going to be promoting either silently or behind the scenes his own, you know, promotion. He's just he's just a cool guy. He's down to earth. He's real. If you talk to any of his friends, they're like, that, that's his Andy. He's the best. Like, he's, he's incredible. So, um, order of business. You have got to get a one-on-one interview with Andy Reid whether you fly out there to Kansas City and do it or you do it on the radio, you, you've got, while he's still in the present coaching, you got to interview him. He, he's the best. So really, when we think of Andy Reid, is the only flaw of his that he's good friends with Kyle Whittingham? <laughs> he loves Kyle. I mean, he's loyal to his teammates. Um, he loves people. He loves people more than... More than he, – he just loves people. He's not afraid of crossing boundaries or colors to reach out to people. He's, he's just true. I mean, and he would tell you he's got more flaws than he can shake a stick at. He, do, he does not pretend like he's the greatest coach, the greatest person. He just is. He's, he's the best. So you look at this game, and the Chiefs trying to go back-to-back here, but they just lost their left tackle to an Achilles injury in the AFC title game. Is their O-line going to be able to handle the Bucks' front four? That's a great question. One of the reasons that Tom Brady chose the Bucks when he had um, you know, half the teams in the NFL to choose last year is because they had a Super Bowl-caliber defense. So you have a super, now they are a Super Bowl caliber defense. And they've been wreaking havoc. Their front four can get pressure. What's been interesting with their playoff games against the Saints and, um, is they put enormous pressure on the back end, but they haven't received any penalties. You saw them against Green Bay and the Saints. 
where they were they were passing and fearing, pulling receivers as the ball was coming, and there was no call made. If you can get away with that in the Super Bowl, you win. But if the refs call those, that neutralizes that great front four. And so it'll be interesting to see the combination of the calls on the back end and how how much pressure the front four can give Mahomes. So, and now you got these tackles that are out. That's those are big losses. But and always, always coached with a mentality that hey, we're strong as a team, and when someone goes down, we don't make a big deal of it. Even if it was Donovan and Coy Detmer stepped in ripped the 49ers on Monday Night Football, and he dislocated his elbow in that game. And then A.J. Feely stepped in out of nowhere, and we went on a tear. We we beat great teams, and I think he won about six games at the end of that year as the third-string quarterback. And Andy did not make a big deal of it. In meetings, personally, he just said, hey, we got good players. They're going to be fine. <laughs> and he's, he's able to inspire your team with confidence, and get you thinking that I'm going to play better. I'm not going to do anything out of my out of my business. I'm going to do my job, but I'm going to do it to the best of my ability so I can help my my teammates. And that he fosters that culture. That's a special culture in the NFL. Yeah, you speak of that culture. To me, being around, I haven't been around a lot of pro teams, but. Most of my time, and as far as NFL goes, I've been around pro teams and other sports, uh, but certainly I've been around a ton of college teams. And the one thing that I've noticed is the players have to really buy in to what the coaching, the head coach and his staff are selling. And if they don't, it doesn't matter how great that coach is. If they don't buy into what he's saying and believe in it, then it seems like they're just not going to be good. How important is that? that these players, whatever the situation is, then the coaches say something that they believe that that's the truth. I would answer that with two things. Number one, you're exactly right. You have to buy in. A team creates enormous team chemistry by buying in. That's the first part. The second part is if you're buying into snake oil, it doesn't matter if you're all, like you could be completely heart and soul bought in. But if the product is a bunch of hocus-pocus BS, then it doesn't matter. So what is actually beneficial to the Chiefs is that what Coach Reed is sharing and promoting and teaching is legit. It's proven. It's, it's great team culture. So when people are all in and they're bought into what he's saying, it's legit. And that's why there's so much strength and power. That's why you have a coaching tree similar to Bill Walsh. He's been able to create a coaching culture where you have so many coaches, Ron Rivera's, I mean, like Steve Spagnuolo's. You can go down the line of great people who he's worked with who are now head coaches. Dave Coley, the new head coach of the Houston Texans. Those guys are products of Andy Reid and the way he's done it for years and that's gratifying. As a former player, it's really cool to see. So Andy's awesome, but nobody's perfect. So if I had to go one thing, why is he running Mahomes on an option on third and one at midfield? I mean, at the one-yard line for a playoff touchdown, maybe it's worth the risk. But third and one at midfield? Ah! Because <laughs> who thought he was going to do that? I don't know. I think he's nearly perfect because they're going into the Super Bowl with three BYU guys. you got Andy Reid. 
you got Danny Sorensen, and then you got the silent assassin Porter Ellett, who's Andy Reid's left-hand man. He lost his right arm in a accident when he was four years old. One of the greatest dudes around. So if you got three BYU dudes going in the Super Bowl, then that's who I'm following. <laughs> All right. Speaking of BYU dudes, Cougars put together a pretty good season, but the objective is to have a good program, not to have a good season. Uh, what are you thinking as far as them? I don't know that they could sustain it to that level because they're going to lose an NFL quarterback, but how are they going to be able to keep it going at a high level? Yeah, great question. I love what happened this year. I love Kalani, not only as a former teammate of mine, but what he's done at BYU, the influence he's had on these guys, the way he coaches his style. He's you can see each year he's getting more and more comfortable in his own skin as a coach, knowing what drives him. Um, I love the way that he and Tom Homo work together. This season was magical. When everyone else, not everyone, when a great portion of the football world was ready to quit because of COVID, it was powerful to me to see Tom go over, around, under any obstacle, any nose. He didn't waste his time with dialogue with people who didn't want to play. He just said, let's keep finding people who are willing to play. And that relentless pursuit of a schedule and the relentless pursuit of doing it right, protecting guys with COVID, proving that we can do it appropriately um, but still have a season. I think if Zach Wilson's going to be a, a top-five pick in the NFL, he's got Tom and Kalani for the rest of his life to say, thank you for doing everything you could to give me an opportunity to have a season like that. Um I just thought it was remarkable. So where you go from here, you build off of this season. You build off of the confidence your your guys have. You build off of what's making you a good coach. I, I think what Kalani does really well is he focuses on his strengths. He doesn't try and be anyone else. And each year I feel like he's getting better at that. And when you do that, then you build a really strong culture and program and a confidence that you're doing it the right way. And it's been, it's been cool to watch, and I'm really pumped to see it go forward because next year we have a tough schedule. We hope like crazy that things with COVID calm down enough that there's fans in the stands and sports are just meant to play in front of a live audience, a full live audience with, with adrenaline pumping, people screaming, um, that's what I'm hoping for. So we were discussing the um, transfer portal and how not five years ago, but even since two or three years ago, it's, it's changed. The number of kids going there, the whole thing just seems to be accelerating. How is the portal going to change BYU football? How could it help the Cougars acquire players? How could it cost them players? What do you think the impact is going to be going forward? The impact will be enormous on every program. And uh, change is not only inevitable, we're living in the time of greatest change. This, this year taught us more about change than any other year in our lives. Can we adapt? Yeah. Do we have to adapt? Well, if you want to be successful, you do. And, or you could sit like an old broadcaster and talk about 
walking to school in four feet of snow both ways, and no one wants to listen to that. That's bull crap. So the transfer portal's a big change. The people who can get most comfortable with how that works for them, the people that who can wisely select players that fit their program and their culture, there's a delicate balance in who you want to bring in and it takes wisdom, perspective, sometimes restraint. You're going to have your whole fan base clamoring for someone. If you know that someone doesn't fit your team for whatever reason, then you have to be strong enough and confident enough in your decision-making skills to stand on your own two feet. And so I really like and trust the way that Kalani operates and thinks and i like his wisdom i like how he's growing as a coach and a man and um it'll be cool to see how he he works with with tom to use players that are coming into availability through the transfer portal to strengthen byu's program so you work in the BYU athletic department, and I know there's a big BYU fan who now owns the Jazz in Ryan Smith, and I'm assuming you've had some interaction with Mr. Smith. Can you tell us what you know about him? Ryan has been unbelievable for BYU. Publicly, privately, he's, he's a great asset to the program, to the players, to the coaches. He's made himself available. He had a really cool Zoom conference with our entire athletic department early on in the COVID and shared what he was learning running Qualtrics in a time of of greatest chaos. And he loves people. He loves sports. He specifically loves basketball and golf. And I think it's so cool that he's – is the owner of the Jazz to keep the Jazz here in Utah. He's he's dedicated and driven to be a champion. Um, you see his influence with Donovan and the other players. Like he is going to be the greatest supporter for them, and the, he's got a burning fire in his heart just like they do. It'll be really cool to see him win a championship here in Utah, and and I'm super grateful that he's been so cool to BYU. Not just him, but his whole family. They. And not just BYU, they support other schools, but I just am very grateful for his influence here and what he's done and what he, can, what he wants to keep doing. It's really cool. Well, Chad, we appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on. That was a lot of ground to cover right there. Transfer portal to uh, new jazz owner to Super Bowl to Andy Reid. <laughs> I think you got it all. The only thing I didn't get was how grateful I am for Cougar Nation responding to our all-in campaign. Tom Homel let people know a couple months ago that because of COVID, we have a $20 million shortfall. He was very transparent and open and said, you know, Cougar Nation, if you love BYU sports, this is our time of greatest need. People have responded. They've, they've donated almost $15 million. There's been 7,000 different individual donors give back. And I just want to say to all of them, we are so grateful for you for caring and just can't I just can't be more grateful thank you good to pare that down from 20 to 5 million that's progress right there
that's progress and yeah. it goes on and just you know some teams they haven't got the bottom yet they're still in a free fall and their free fall is enormous tom's goal was to staunch the bleeding to stop the hemorrhaging to get to a place where we knew we had a bottom so we could start clawing back out and, and get strong and move forward and he's been remarkable with his communication through covid he's He's been relentless reaching out to all of us as administrators, as coaches. He's been reaching out to players. When times are really tough, if you're a great communicator, then you can strengthen your team. He has certainly done that, and, and I'm, it's been impressive to watch. I'm grateful for his leadership. Chad, thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Yeah, hit it. Enjoy the Super Bowl, and we'll talk afterwards. And Dave? Let's get you that interview with Tom, with uh, Andy Reid. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Thanks, Chad. Peace. DJ PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Everything you missed in this show coming up next.